you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is during the commercial break. I got a really sordid story from the, from uh, Bryce, our producer, that made mine sound like the best story ever. And then uh, Jason's <laughs> telling me the story of how Bon Scott died. And then Fabs looks over at me and goes, do you want kids? <laughs> I mean, that all happened in like a minute 45. <laughs> That's not true. That's impossible. I actually tweeted that out that you left mm-hmm. your girlfriend in the car once. Here we go. Uh, it's a wonder you're still single. Please say it with heavy sarcasm. (laughs) This is the Fantasy Cantina. Whether you want blue milk, Greedo gumbo, or fantasy football advice, we have you covered. You're listening to NFL Fantasy Live. I know you won't break the rules. They're on to Anything goes, and we mean anything goes in the Fantasy Cantina. 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682. Fantasy advice, if you're in a playoff challenge, if you're looking for 2013, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, here to help you out for the next hour here on the show. And look, if you listen to the show the last few months, you know that when I say anything goes, that's exactly how it goes. And we'll start things off because Michael Fabiano wants to talk about it. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I was kind of throwing him a... Because Fabs wants no, to talk he about me- No, I mean, oh, he okay. mentioned a few minutes okay. ago, J.J. Abrams directing the new Star Wars movie. Fabs, how do you feel? Oh, man. Uh, I'm happy. Uh, there's actually reports now that it's not going to come out in 2015. It may come out in 2016 because Abrams has, like, so many projects right now. Like, I, I think... What's more important than the biggest movie well, event well, of our got, lifetime? He's got, like, the new Star Trek movie coming out this year. Then yeah. he's got, like, another movie Whoa, coming out. easy there. The last Star Trek movie was awesome. I thought it was very good. I thought it was very good. And I'm not a Star Trek fan. 
I want the whales. <laughs> I didn't watch. I didn't watch one Star Trek movie that had you know. William Shatner or Leonard Nimoy I just wasn't into it Spa. you I never felt, watched Wrath of Khan that's no, the best I, one I somehow felt like if I watched a Star Trek Spa. movie I was cheating on Star Wars oh okay Khan! I respect that Abrams is also doing Mission Impossible 5 so really? I, we need Mission Impossible 5 we so need a Star Wars it. movie but no that, that's listen man anytime J.J. Abrams wants to come on the show and talk a little Star Wars we can geek out with him for probably the whole two well, hours well I'm glad oh. that J.J. Abrams is doing Iron Eagle 4 but I'm with you Jason <laughs> kind of like Iron, Iron Impossible Eagle 5 4 yeah. really? we need Star but you know what but I'm excited that the whole plan is still the same it's going to be a new Star Wars movie every couple of years but there's so you talk about pressure how much pressure is there because it is going to be the biggest movie event of what the last forty years probably, the the build. I mean, you thought the build up to to the to Phantom Menace was big. You're talking about going in the future with a new Star Wars movie. There's not going to be a bigger. I I, I I can't say it never will be, but there's not been a bigger movie event than the build up and the release of this movie. Never. Did J.J. Yeah, Abrams do uh, Cloverfield? Uh, yes, he did. Know. Cloverfield he did, was pretty good. He did. Did he do Super Eight? No, that was... Oh, yes, that was J.J. Abrams. That, Super 8 was awesome. That was such a good Because that was just like every great movie of the late 80s. That was the big monster. Such a and, good movie. Oh, yeah. Such he's, a good movie. He's got it, man. He's he's like... I feel like he's got our voices. You know, like what, what we wanted... What we grew up seeing in movies, he's got that same vision. So, yeah, I want to see him make movies forever. So, moving on from Super 8 to the Super Bowl. You see what I did there, Harrison? Uh, I did. All right, Pepper Fabiano. Let's uh, let's talk about these guys. And number one, this is our, our last week of, obviously, the NFL Playoff Challenge. Um, I have four Niners going in the conference championship week, so I've got four double-ups, and I've got four members of the Ravens, and they're pretty easy to, to pick. You know, you've got Ray Rice. I, I went with Bolden over Torrey Smith. I went with Dennis Pitt over Vernon Davis, and I went with Justin Tucker over David Akers for obvious reasons. That means I need to but turn mine into Marcus. You know what's unreal is, is that like Joe Flacco has been basically the best option at quarterback mm-hmm. in this game because he's going into this fourth, his fourth week, quadruple points, and no one saw it coming. Like, I, it's unbelievable to me. A guy that we predicted so correctly all year long because it was so easy to predict. On the road, you bench him. He's got a good matchup at home. You play him. Even if he's got a good matchup at home, a bad matchup at home, you're like, uh, I don't know, like against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. He, he was shaky. Then he comes in and is eight touchdowns, no picks, and three playoff games, and looks just, <laughs> just phenomenal. And... In a playoff that had Aaron Rodgers in it mm-hmm. and it had a lot of Peyton Manning in it, Tom Brady in it, he's been the best fantasy quarterback. That being said, who did you pick to start this week between Flacco and Kaepernick? I had Kaepernick starting uh, <laughs> in the Commerce Championship. So, I so you had him for points. two weeks. Mm-hmm. If you are starting from scratch uh, or you're in a, a Why playoff Why are you league, asking me this? You know who I'm going to say. All right, you say Kaepernick over. Well, you just yeah. said wonderful, glowing things about Joe Flacco. So I didn't know if you were going to say Kaepernick. Flacco over Kaepernick for this game. Although I think it's going to be close. I'll go Kaepernick, too, just because the potential for a big play is bigger for him than it is for Flacco. But I don't see a lot of points in this game. I see this like a 23-17. I don't think you're going to see a big aerial show, and and it's going to be uh, points after points. I think it's going to be more of a defensive game than we think. Well, a lot of times that depends on how the refs call the game. You know, if they're going to call the little ticky-tack fouls down the field, then why not? If Dick Bavetta is officiating, it's going to be (laughs) tough. Who do you like between Pitta and Davis? Pitta's been good, man. Pitt I know. Is, Pitt uh, is like a uh, if you can actually have a breakout at tight end after the mess we saw this past season, 
He's one of them. You know, I think I would go Pitta, and the reason why is because with Davis, I'm not sure that he's going to get all the targets. I mean, he's had one it, good game in three months. Exactly, yeah, but and, it was last week. <laughs> I know, but right. Pitta had a good game too. No, it I, was last week. I don't like Baltimore's ability to throw the deep ball in this game. Uh, Matt Ryan was able to complete a couple in the first half. They shut him out in the second half. They made the adjustments. They've had two weeks to prepare and watch tape on Flacco, and they know what they're getting in Torrey Smith. Niners have a good secondary. That leaves the intermediate routes, and it also leaves Ray Rice on linebackers. And Ray Rice caught, what, 61 balls this year? He caught 76 balls last year. I think he caught 60 the year before that. I think Ray Rice is actually going to be their best option in the passing game. But if I had to pick between the tight ends, I would go Pitta because I just don't think the Niners are going to allow Torrey Smith to beat him. You yeah. know, and, and I, I I go there. In fact, we're, we're asked to make our, our picks for uh, NFL.com over the course of the week. You know, who, who's your pick for here? Who's your pick for different things? I picked Dennis Pitta for my dark horse candidate for MVP just because of that. They're going to come in, know that you got a red-hot Anquan Bolden. Torrey Smith is going is mm-hmm. to don't want him to beat you deep. And that's going to leave everything open. I can see him having a big game. I could see Vernon Davis having a big game. Is was last week a t- uh, just a teaser? You know, I could see the tight ends could have the bigger games than the wide receivers in this one. I, I tell you, one, one guy that's uh, uh, really been unbelievably hot the last month and a half was Michael Crabtree, and uh, we've talked about him in the past. Uh, this is a guy who went from really being an inconsistent option in fantasy to all of a sudden, once Colin Kaepernick took over at quarterback in San Francisco becoming a top five fantasy wide receiver. So, keeper leagues. Crabtree, Torrey Smith, next season. Gotta go Crabtree. You probably yeah. you probably would have said Torrey Smith at the beginning of uh, the 2012 yeah. season, though. Well, and the way he got started, they played the Bengals, uh, yeah, what was that, well, Monday no, night? He, he started off great, and then he yep. Smith went down the two. First play of the season from scrimmage for the for the Ravens was a deep ball for 50 mm-hmm. yards in the middle yep. of the field to Torrey Smith. And, and you thought, remember he gosh. didn't do anything else the rest of that game, right? Isn't yeah. that right? Yeah, and then they had the, the game that with uh, the situation with his brother, played the Patriots mm-hmm. on Sunday night. And he came back had to play. Had a huge game. Yep. yep. Unbelievable. But what, what round are you drafting these guys in? How high does Crabtree, Crabtree I go? think. End of the third? No way. I think that's too soon for Crabtree. No I think way. it's too soon for no, Crabtree. Those numbers he put There's up with Kaepernick. No way. Again, there are some, there know, are some intangibles with the wide receiver position, too. Greg Jennings has reportedly put his house on the market in Green Bay. Uh, are the Packers ready to go with Jordy Nelson, James Jones, and Randall Cobb? If so, what's Jennings, uh, what's Jennings have in terms of value? Where does he go? Hopefully he doesn't go to Miami. I wouldn't like that. Uh, and then, you know, you've got. Uh, You've got the situation with Crabtree. Can he continue to be as hot at the end of this year, you know, next season? We'll have to see about that. So, Reggie Wayne is another year older, right? Wes Welker. Is he in New England next season? What about Mr. Mm-hmm. Wayne? We don't know. Oh, Fantasy Bane is Did you be have here. to do that? Did you have to do that? Fantasy Bane has been waiting on the other side of the glass to come and step in and talk about this. So, thanks, Harrison. So, the wide receiver position, there's some question marks, too. Julio Jones is clearly ahead of Roddy White now. Does Roddy White drop out of the top ten at that position? No. Uh, the, Eric Decker, does he stay in the top ten? There's there's question marks at no. that position. And remember, the wide receiver position at the top is I the take Roddy most White over Eric unreliable Decker. outside of Calvin Johnson. I take Roddy White over by, Eric Decker. By the way, interesting stat about Torrey Smith. Eight games this season with two catches or less. Yeah, he was that? so unbelievably inconsistent, and especially in the second half of the season. So... The wide receiver spot, again, is going to be – there's going to be a point of contention. You've got a lot of guys who broke out this year. Demarius Thomas broke out. Julio broke out. You've got A.J. Green. Uh, Brandon Marshall, he broke out this year. This was his best season by a mile 
from a fantasy perspective. So quarterbacks, wide receivers, there's a lot of depth at both of these positions, but there's also some question marks in terms of can guys do again in 2013 what they did in 2012. Go ahead, Jason. I know you're dying here to... No, well, Fantasy Bane is coming in. He has got. He really wants to get in on this. Hang on, Bane, sit down. Put your... Put your uh, okay, put it on. Right, very good. Okay, what do you think about this? I think you're all wrong about the wide receivers, Mr. Wayne. The best wide receiver is Heinz Ward. I blew up an entire football field. He was left standing in the end zone. You know that was a movie because Heinz Ward has never outrun anybody. <laughs> He's also going to be a zombie on The Walking Dead in the season premiere in February. He's Heinz up, he, Ward. He's he, your number one pick in fantasy. Heinz Ward's also been on the Food Network, which is incredibly entertaining. He's been on the Celebrity Cook-Off show, so he's multi-talented. That's great, guys. What about what Mike, about what, what, what about Mike oh. Wallace? Right, that's another wide yep. receiver. Is he going to end up staying in Pittsburgh? Does he leave? And does Antonio Brown become the number one guy? And then they move Emmanuel Sanders. Well, to Jason two? says Michael Crabtree, third so, round, end no, of the third round, no, possibly no, end of the third. I round. can't take soon. him in the first five no rounds, guys. That means he's a top fifty player. Is Michael Crabtree a top fifty player in fantasy? He's I a top twelve sure. wide receiver after having a horrible first he, he, half of the season. But he, he had a horrible first half. Right. Of the season. But then when they changed quarterbacks. I'd like to see what the splits were when you talk about what wide receivers did in the NFL this year when the Niners went to Colin Kaepernick. Where no, no, did no. Michael Crabtree Crab rank in the for last wide four points? weeks of the regular season? I believe was the top scoring wide receiver. The last month he was. He had two, he had he was one, that he good. Had a huge twenty two point game. I, I, third, 10, round, third round is too soon for me. It's too soon. It's too rich for my end blood. Of the, end of the third round. Still, you've taken two running backs. You're looking still for a wide too, receiver. No, it's still my, my strategy is running back round one, wide receiver round two. Best, oh, oh, wait! Fantasy Predator is here. Really? Wow. Okay. Fabs, what does Fantasy Predator say? Fantasy Predator agrees with me. He thinks that Michael uh. Crabtree won't likely go until the fourth or fifth round. He also said that he too likes the blue eyes of Elliot Harrison's girlfriend, uh. and that he's been spying on you without you knowing. <laughs> So right. You better be careful. Really? All right, well, let's you do better this, be right? careful. Did he see me sneak a game of uh, Tecmo Super Bowl on my laptop the other night when I was supposed to he be writing? He actually said that you were wearing Superman underoos. <laughs> I always had incredible. I always had incredible hulks. I did. I liked the green. Because <laughs> remember, they had the outline on your underwear. I thought the green and white went cool I, I as had a kid. The ba- I had the Batman ones. Yeah. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Smith Harrison. had the Wonder Woman thong. <laughs> oh, I watched Wonder Woman. Of course I did. You probably had a Wonder Lindsay Wagner poster. No, I wasn't a big No, but Wonder Woman, Linda Carter in that outfit. Oh, I was like, oh my God. I like God. the hand movement you made when you said yeah. Linda Carter in that Carter. outfit. She still looks good, Linda Carter. But yeah. you know what? Did, did, looked like you were carrying baskets. Did Linda Carter have that? <laughs> what are you doing exactly? Dude, well, let me show you pictures of Linda I Carter. I want to see pictures yes, of Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Linda Carter was very pretty. Linda Carter yes. is Who is she a spokeswoman for for yeah, years? Harrison, Do you know anyone? Anyone? Trivia? Spokeswoman? Yeah. Maybelline, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. she like Maybelline? Maybe it's Maybelline. You're talking like to a yeah. years Smith you who still wants Rue McClanahan. There you go. Oh, that's a bad thing. Hang on. That's too that's Listen, too I'm not saying she wasn't attractive, but you know who was really good looking? And I can't even remember her name. Don't it's say Kate Upton. Me. I know. You like Kate Upton. One of the cat, one of the women who played Catwoman in the uh, Batman with, with Adam West. Julie Newmar. Board. Oh, oh man. Yeah. She was really sexy, Julie Newmar. Yeah. Unreal. Hang on, let me get Catwoman. You know, this is a radio show. We can't actually show yeah, people she, the oh, pictures. Oh, yeah, she was hot. She, she was unreal. Julie, but people people listening, look at that. Look at that. Julie Newmar was really sexy. She was really sexy. Smith. Uh, right. Smith's getting excited over right, here. coming up next. His pheromone levels have increased, and I'm moving over. Wow, you actually said pheromone. I didn't know you knew words that big. I learned that word from the original Transformers movie. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> you have failed me again, Starscream. All right, coming up next, you said Michael Crabtree not into the third-round pick. Let's see if that's going to hold true, because I'm going to give you every wide receiver with more fantasy points than Crabtree this year, and you tell me where they're going to go Yeah, the but you're talking about other positions, too. No, I'm, but I'm saying, what, where, where, are the, are these, where are all these guys ahead of Crabtree going to go in the draft? Okay. And then we got matching Mike coming up in a bit. This has been the Fantasy Cantina. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison coming up next. All that and more fun and more Julie Newmar. Or, well, or more Suzanne Summers if Harrison has his way. Series 210, XM87. Uh, hello. That was the perfect opportunity for you to be a gentleman, to softly pick her up out of the passenger but that's seat, a- carry her up to her bed, and lay next to her. It would all would have been wonderful. But you know what? Except for you left her in the car. But she ran. She came there. Like house. so many but Labrador that's, that, retrievers. That's how, that's how all rock stars die. They get left in a car because they passed out and they, they choke on their own vomit. Yeah, but you know what? She just what? thought she thought it was the funniest thing ever. Did she? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Really? My Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live here on Series 210 XM 87 Slow Jams. Of your life, taking you back to 1983. Lionel Richie, Diana Ross, Endless Love. Coming up later on. I'm on my own. <laughs> oh, fantasy World Michael McDonald is here. <laughs> now, in case so you're, many wide receivers. In case you're just tuning underrated. in. Underrated. Where do you drive, Crabtree? Now, you can't sing Michael McDonald over another song that's hey. not Michael McDonald. Sorry. <laughs> Apologize. Wow. All right. One of us is a Hall of Famer, and it's Michael Fabiano. It's not Jason Smith. It's not. Although, Elliot Harrison is a Hall of Famer in the Michael McDonald Fantasy Hall of Fame. I can't get behind Golden Tee. Hey. <laughs> we talked a few minutes ago about not Elliot Harrison leaving his girlfriend in a car once to pass out, which he actually did. But we we're talking about wide receivers, and we talked about Michael Crabtree looking ahead to Sunday in the Super Bowl, and when you're looking at drafting him next year. I'm going to give you all the guys who finished with more fantasy points than Michael Crabtree this year. You tell me where you would take these guys in your draft. I know, this, I know understand, obviously. Ten-team league? It's, let's say ten-team league. Sure. Okay. All right, say ten-team league. Okay. All right, Calvin Johnson. I, I refuse to take second a wide round. receiver in the first round. So second he's going round. to the second round. Second okay. round. Brandon Marshall. Second round. Yep. Second round. Des Bryant. Ooh. He's going to go second or third. third early third. I, I could see him going late second. A.J. Green. Same thing. Same thing. Demarius Thomas. Third. Third. Vincent Jackson. Mm, lower for me. I'll go fourth there. That's going to be a rough one. I, I think he goes third or fourth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eric Decker. Fourth. Decker's probably fourth or fifth. Fifth round that much? Okay. This fourth, fourth or fifth. fifth. Fourth or fifth. Seventh uh, wide receiver with the seventh most fantasy points. Yep, All right. Fourth Andre round. Johnson. Okay, but remember... You know, you can't base everything off of that. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. Well, obviously, Eric Decker with Peyton Manning, it's, it's a different thing. Andre, Andre Johnson, fourth round. Fourth round. Julio Jones. I, I, Julio Ooh, Jones could go in the third, third or fourth. Third for me. Mm-hmm. Roddy White. Fourth. Oh, boy, now that, that one's tough. I might actually be higher than you there. I might go late third on uh, Roddy. Marcus Colston. I could see him going Bottom fifth. Fifth, fifth round? Bottom mm-hmm. fifth. Well, Wes Welker is kind of tough because we don't know where he's going to be, so let's All throw him out. All things being equal. If he, let's say he comes back to New England. Fifth. Fourth or fifth. PPR, PPR league's higher. Victor Cruz. Fifth. Fifth. All right, and then you get to Michael Crabtree. Fifth or sixth. I mean, that's where, I mean, that's where he's, he's going to go. That's really where he's going to go. Remember, you're going to have 
a monster run on running backs. Like y- yep. you can you can say, and I'll list them off for you. These are all first round running backs, in my opinion: Adrian Peterson, Doug Martin, Arian Foster, Marshawn Lynch, Alfred Morris, late first round, C.J. Spiller, Ray Rice, C.J. Spiller, Jamal Charles. I think Trent Richardson's worth a late first round pick, although he probably won't go in the first round. Did in you say some Ray Rice leagues, already? I did say Ray Rice. You've got uh, guys that are going to be second round locks. Forte, uh, Demarco Murray, Chris Johnson. I don't know if he's going to go he, second. He may go early third, but he, somebody's going to take be, him. He'll perhaps. be around there. Uh, Ridley's going to go in the second round. I think Gore probably falls. At, but see, Murray and Gore more, are good examples because if Maurice you see all Jones, the running backs Drew going, could go in the second round. But using your example, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off. But if, if no, you're, you're talking about all these running backs mm-hmm. that are going early, if you're sitting there in your draft and you don't want to take Demarco Murray earlier than say 25th overall. You start seeing all those running backs go, you're like, man, if I don't take this guy now, some dude's going to take him as their flex, yeah, and I'm going to be up the creek. I didn't mention LaShawn McCool, who I think is going to be a top five or six running back as well. So th- th- you're going to have 12 to 15 running backs go in the first two rounds, I would say. Uh, and that's not exaggerating. 20 picks, it could be 12 or 13. Because is there a tight end you're going to take in the first two rounds? No. I, I'm at least I would. I'm not taking Gronkowski or Graham in in, in the second round. Hmm. Uh, I think those guys are better served third or fourth round. The quarterbacks, you know, there's going to be so much depth at that position that you're going to see a lot of people wait. Then you've got the wide receivers coming in, right? So you're going to see the top guys come off the board in those sure. first few rounds. But it, to me, I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like Romo. And a guy like Stafford are still out there in round five, round six. Matt Ryan could be around in round four, round five. Uh, Russell Wilson could be around in the fourth round. Kaepernick, depending on what he does this week, because, again, people uh, are are really creatures of sort of, hey, what have you done for me lately? If he has a big game, maybe he goes in the third round. Who knows? Uh, At that point, I won't get him. But he could go in the fourth round, maybe the fifth round. Robert Griffin the third. People have drafts, and we're not still certain what's going on with his recovery and whether or not he's going to be back in time for the first week of the season. Well, you know what? He could slip, too. So This is a Fabs filibuster right it here. Is. Buddy. It is. He stands all by himself. There's going to be a lot of running backs that go early. It's going to be it's going to be just the way I like it. So, Jason, right, if you're sitting like 20th it. overall, do you take Rob Gronkowski? No. I on, on general principle, I'm not going to take a tight end that early. I will let somebody else take Gronkowski, somebody else take Jimmy Graham. For me, he's almost like these guys are undraftable. And I don't mean because when I say undraftable, it doesn't mean that because I don't think they're good. It's because I'm never going to use the level of pick I need to to take that guy. So he's he's going to be undraftable for me because he'll still go in the second round. People look and say he was on pace for another great season last year. Then he got hurt. You know, still was number three overall. How about just reducing the, the heartache? Games. How about just reducing the heartache of having to go look for a tight end all the time on the waiver wire? I think we should just get rid of tight ends. I'd like to see Fanny just get rid of tight ends. It's it's such a crapshoot. I know, and you don't you want know? defenses to be worth anything. No, oh, defenses it, are worth way how too about much. This? Tight I, ends. This is this is a uh, this is a funny uh, uh, trivia question here for you guys. I, I found it funny. I couldn't believe it. But outside of quarterbacks, okay, and we know how many good rookies there were last season. Name me the top four rookies based on fantasy points that were not quarterbacks. Give me the top four: Alfred Morris, Trent Richardson, Doug Morris was not. Uh, I'm sorry, Doug Martin. I, Doug Martin was number yep. one. Martin Morris, Richardson, and who was four? Oh, T.Y. Hilton. It was not no. T.Y. Hilton. No, mm. no. Hang on. I'm going to get it. Rookie with the fourth most outside of quarterbacks. We I'm got gonna, three out of four. 
I'm going to get it. Because the quarterbacks, you know. Right, the quarterbacks are going to get more points. You had, no, you, no, no, you're out. Because, you know, <laughs> you, 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 uh, know like you know that Griffin's up there. You know Luck is up there. Yeah. You know Wilson's up there. But it's it, I, number four, is number four far removed from the top three? No, it's not. Really? Not not that far. It's it's not that far. I mean, it, it's it, it's you know a good. I so would let's say, go over the order again. I would it, say was, it was Martin one. It's a good thirty-five points. Martin one, Morris two, Richardson three. Yes, right. Yep. And then who was the fourth? That's that's what I'm looking for. High scoring uh, non-quarterback. I've got a guy in my mind, but I'm not ready to commit yet. You're not ready to commit. I'm not ready. To, the I'm, show is only a half an hour I'm long. Not, I'm not <laughs> from this point on, Harrison. I'm not ready to commit. You're crazy. Ah, the number number four rookie. Hey, you're cheating right now. You're looking through because all the someone's got to make a guess. If, I'm looking for the number four if you're guy. Not, if you know, did you see me tweet this last week? I don't. I, if we go to break and you guys haven't figured out, then we'll let Bryce jump in. I'm going to go Josh Gordon. Oh, good call. Is it Josh Gordon? It is not Josh Gordon. Oh, uh, see, I was wrong. You were wrong. You guys give up? No. It's not T.Y. Hilton, huh? It's not T.Y. Hilton. Okay. Oh, he, he's not a rookie. Cecil Shorts wasn't a rookie. No. No. Um, Cecil Shorts not a rookie. Just a you know just a breakout guy. It's not Kendall Wright. Randall Cobb wasn't a rookie. Gosh, this is tough, man. This is a this, this is, is the one of the better one of the, stump the savant. This is questions. a great trivia. This question. is one of the better stump the fantasy savant questions. Although maybe I'm the fantasy savant because I know the answer. And he's the regular savant. What do you think? This is no. This is a fantastic question, man. I, I am. You've really got me here. It's All not, right, we got we got a, we got a lot Richardson. of we got a lot of dead air here. No, right it's now. not Daryl Richardson. Give us a hint, now, Babs. Gotta give us a Sorry, hint. everybody. I'll give you a little hint. Give us a hint. Babs is being very sneaky with this question. Yeah, it's very sneaky. Answer. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> I know who it is. Blair Walsh. Yep. Blair Walsh. Blair Walsh. Yes. He had Blair 160 Walsh. fantasy points. That stinks. Imagine yeah. that. He had more fantasy Legatron points. Legatron is probably up there, too. He no, had more, he, he he had more fantasy points. He did, but I'm saying yeah. he's probably very high. He had more fantasy points than Mike Williams, Randall Cobb, Steve Smith, Lance Moore, Steve Johnson. I mean, he had more fantasy points than Michael Turner. He was right there with Steven Jackson. More than a law firm. More than LaShore. More than McCoy. So Fabs is, telling, that? Fabs is telling you to draft no, Blair Walsh in the sixth round. I'm not, but that that people people like forget about how important kickers can be in fantasy football. You poo poo it and say, ah, oh, it's kickers. Who cares? But look at what this kid did down the stretch. He was scoring double digit fantasy points like they're going out of style. He had 24, 13, and 15 fantasy points in his last three weeks, and he had 10 field goals of 50 or more yards. So many promises. I'm not drafting a Vikey. Sorry. All right, you know, wait, you know, we got we haven't had it uh, uh, come up yet. Gre- get uh, warm up fantasy computers so we can see how many fantasy points for uh, Blair Walsh next season. I will. Uh, he's gonna, he may, we have to go back. We'll have to circle back to it because he's. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do you not turn the fantasy computer on the first thing you now, do when I, you come in? Today? I'll tell you what happened. He watched the Pro Bowl and he got really fired up about the Pro Bowl. And uh, I don't know if he threw a few too many back. Or uh, <laughs> the computer. I, I don't know what happened, but he's, a few too many. Back. He's uh, <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you guys something funny. So I went to a a uh, charity event this weekend uh, for pediatric cancer research, and they Penn State is a real leader in this. And the they had a father 
a Penn State alum or, or, or someone who had been helped by Penn State. And I'm trying to remember if he finished at Penn State or if his wife did. Either way, he came out and he spoke, and then it was a concert and everything. So he's in the VIP section or whatever. He's kind of standing around, and as I'm walking by, uh, I just walked over to him, and I just said, hey, I wanted to let you know your speech was very inspirational. I'm really proud of you guys. And there's some celebs around and whatnot. And so he says something to me, and he said, uh, I, I don't remember what it was, but he said, you know, I learned a lot, you know, playing linebacker, you know, in, at, at a small college. I think he played at Western Maryland or whatever. Now, he doesn't know who I am. He has no, right. I'm just some guy in blue jeans and boots that just congratulated him sitting over here. You're the guy from the Beer 30 yeah. video. So he's, exactly. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, you know, I, I said, really? Yeah, 4-3 or 3-4. And he goes, well, you see, I played in a 4-3, 4 down lineman, and I played what's called the SAM linebacker you see that's the linebacker on the strong the guy that lines over the tight end he's looking at me and i'm just going yeah really and he, he goes about it. can you tell me more about it he starts explaining to me what a linebacker is and he goes then he goes so why are you here who are you representing I go, oh, I'm, a, I'm an analyst on nfl network he goes okay you let me explain the whole sand thing oh, without interrupting oh, me oh it was great it was it was pure you greatness. should have said your name was will that would have been pretty cool. I did tease him about it. I said, what's the will? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. All right, coming up next, Matching Mike, our NFL Fantasy Live special radio game show that is taking over the world. Fabiano gets down in the G-string, and he asks Eric, Elliot Harris and I questions about fantasy for the 2013 season. You have a very special final version of Matching Mike for us today, don't you? I do. All right, very good. Fabiano gets down, and what are you doing, Elliot? Everyone on the stage, put that green back in that boy's tea back. It's Michael Fabiano. All right, so I assume we'll hear cherry pie. What a guy, what a body. (laughs) That's coming up next. Series 210XM87 right now, the Fantasy Fix. Our game show that we do each week. It's Michael Fabiano matching Mike. It's time to win you a championship, and we are here to help. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. It's our game show that we do each week. It's Michael Fabiano matching Mike. It is NFL Fantasy Live, Series 210, XM87, Jason Smith, the aforementioned Hall of Famer. Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison here as we help you get set for next season for the Super Bowl, obviously first, and next season and beyond in fantasy football, our final NFL Fantasy Live show of the week. I'm hoping fake Jerry Jones will stop by in the last half hour to say hello to us, but this is our game show. We turn things over to Michael Fabiano, who we play a game where Elliot and I try to match the answer of the Hall of Famer, but before that, Elliot Harrison has a special message for everybody listening. I do. I No, I just wanted to say that this is our last show, so we appreciate everybody that called in this year, and also Tuz and Trevor, you guys did a heck of a job for us all year, all these drops, everything, so I just wanted to mention you on air, and I know you're not going to say anything, Tuesday is always five seconds late every time I bring him up on air anyway. <laughs> sure. So uh, just take a bow, guys, and that goes for you too, Bryce. Even when you come in at the worst possible time with the most awful story, you've done an amazing job this year. That's why I love the story for the break. All right, Very I'm done. Nice. You're done? Yeah, I'm Elliot done. Elliot Harrison thanking everybody and kissing kittens and shaking hands with babies. To today. <laughs> All right, He's guys, up. What do we got for us? What's our theme this week for Matching Mike? Well, a lot of people now are going to be talking about keeper leagues mm-hmm. and the decision on who they should retain, who should they throw back into the pool of the well player. So I'm going to give you guys... 
a bunch of names. First, we'll start at the quarterback position. And one that's uh, near and dear to our hearts because we've been talking about both of these players quite a bit the last few weeks. And one of them is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Who do you keep? Russell Wilson or Colin Kaepernick? Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Kaepernick um, because I have more confidence. He's a bigger quarterback. He can take the pounding when he runs the football a bit more than Russell Wilson. Wilson scrambles to make his yards. He doesn't get them off design plays like Kaepernick does. So I'm going to go with Kaepernick with a better potential for points in the long haul than I am going to get over Russell Wilson. Kaepernick's my guy to keep. Well, usually in a keeper league, you that draft pick you lose. Okay, It all depends, yeah. It, 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 it depends, but a good percentage of the time you're losing a draft pick Russell Wilson got drafted this year granted it was probably late by a lot of people but we knew he was going to be the starter nobody drafted Colin Kaepernick nobody did because he wasn't even there was no hint that he was going to start at any point this year so for me when guys are that simple if I'm not going to lose a draft pick then I will obviously take Colin Kaepernick. You guys know who I'm going with yeah and you're going to say Colin Kaepernick. But it's close it's close I, I really like Wilson I don't think that he was a fluke. Second quarterback question Tony Romo or Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's had one big statistical season. Tony Romo's had quite a few. Elliot, you want to take this? Yeah, one first? I will take it. I would absolutely keep Matt Ryan. Uh, Roddy White, Julio Jones aren't going anywhere. Yes, he's going to lose Tony Gonzalez, but the Falcons. What, what, what is Michael Turner going to have a renaissance? Is Jaquiz Rogers all of a sudden going to become a 325 carry back? Absolutely not. Now, what happens, Fabs and Jason Smith, 2013 version? When DeMarco Murray comes back, if he's healthy, okay, you tell me the Cowboys are going to put the ball up as much as they did this year? And what if Miles Austin doesn't come back? That's too many question marks. It's Matt Ryan. I agree with you, and I'm going to go one more on this. Tony Romo's going to be 33. Starting next season, Matt Ryan is 27. I'll go with a guy who's six years younger. You go with the younger player, and uh, you go with Matt Ryan. That's a very astute analysis from both of you. Thank you. At the running back position. Now, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, hello. Who do you keep? Marshawn Lynch or Ray Rice? Remember, a lot of people have this because it, yeah. it, Rice has been a prominent draft pick, but Lynch was not. Not until the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And even last year, he wasn't a huge draft pick. This one's easy for me. So I'll, I'll go But remember, ahead. we're not going to talk about losing rounds to keep players. Who's the better keeper? Well, okay, now we're not going to talk losing rounds and it becomes a little bit tougher. No, 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 because not all keeper leagues are like that. Yeah, no, just in a vacuum. Who are you keeping between the two? In a vacuum. In in a vacuum, honestly, I I think I'm going to keep Marshawn Lynch. And the reason I'm going to keep Marshawn Lynch is I don't see any way that he isn't the same workhorse back that he is next year. You know what, guys? Bernard Pierce gave the Ravens a lot of juice this year, okay? He carried the ball over 100 times. He averaged five yards per carry. There's nobody like that in Seattle. Bob Turbin was not that guy in Seattle. I like Marshawn Lynch to put up the same numbers next year as he did this year. What I like about Marshawn Lynch is that he got paid and he still came through with a big season. Because I thought, you know, he, fans, we talked about him during this season. He's going to be someone who, boy, he's going to fall off the face of the earth. He had the magical season. Ray Rice had about 20 less fantasy points than Marshawn Lynch did this year, but I'm still going to go with Ray Rice. i got to think at least next season, 
they're going to get back to running the ball a little bit more. They Look, they put more of an emphasis on Flacco this season. I'm I still going to go with Ray Rice just because of what he can do out of the backfield much more than Marshawn Lynch. Ray Rice had 500 yards receiving. Marshawn Lynch had just over 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's close, but I'm going to go with Ray Rice. Yeah, I think it's Ray Rice too, but it's really close. You can flip a coin. I'm going with a guy who can catch the ball in the backfield a little bit more and who's a year, about a, a year or so younger. Uh, it's close, though. It's real close between these two guys. Two rookie running backs. Trent Richardson or Doug Martin? Who do you keep? Ooh, I'm going to go with Doug Martin. Uh, Trent Richardson is, is – I mean, it's close. But I'm going – Trent Richardson is not on a very good team. You don't know how long it's going to take them to Doug get Martin. that good. Right, but Doug Martin's on a team that at least in a division, you're going to have a lot of offensive fireworks. You're going to have a lot of points. You're just going to try to outscore the other team with the Saints and the Carolina Panthers. More points for a shootout. Whereas you look at Trent Richardson, who's in a division where, all right, the Ravens' defense is still going to be pretty good. And the Steelers' defense is still going to be pretty good. The Bengals' defense, one of the most underrated defense in the league. They just keep bringing guys in. Geno Atkins is huge this season for them. I'm going to go with... Doug Martin simply because he plays, he has more potential for big games than he does when it's going to be Richardson has going to have a lot of tough matchups over the course of the season. Yeah, you know, we talk about touches a lot, Fabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Doug Martin this year, gosh, bud, you know, you're talking about 368 touches between rushing and receiving, caught 49 balls. You look at the defenses that Doug Martin plays. He plays the Falcons twice a year. They can't stop the run. He plays the Saints twice a year. They can't stop the run. The Panthers are the only team that could have a good defense because of Keekley. Okay, I like Doug Martin's matchups better. And honestly, who had the better season this year? We talk. I talk about skins on the wall. Well, Doug Martin, to me, has more skins on the wall at this point. It's Doug Martin. You know, this is a really tough one for him because I you love, love Trent, Trent Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, I'd rather keep Trent Richardson. I, and I see, I see your points on Doug Martin. I think that Martin has a better chance of being a one-year wonder than Richardson. I think this is Richardson. Richardson's going to be—he missed a game, so he just barely missed rushing for a thousand yards. I think Richardson is a guy who year in and year out is going to give you a thousand yards rushing. He's going to give you somewhere between three and four hundred yards receiving. He's going to give you eight to ten touchdowns at least every single season. I like Martin. I think Richardson's ceiling is higher. I don't think Martin will ever have a better season than he had as a rookie, so I'm going with Richardson. Let's move on to the wide receiver position and talk about a guy we've been talking about quite a bit today and a couple of weeks, uh, over the last couple of weeks, Michael Crabtree. Do you keep him or Victor Cruz? I'm still going to – I like Michael Crabtree, as you can tell. I've liked him for a couple of years, waiting for him to break through. He speaks highly of you. I'm still going to keep Victor Cruz. Look, Victor Cruz had a down year this year, and he was still in the Pro Bowl. He was still a top 12 fantasy wide receiver, and it was a bad year. He had weeks where he, he disappeared for about six weeks, where Victor Cruz was just absolutely awful. I don't think the Giants have as bad a season next season offensively. And if this is Victor Cruz in a bad year, well, I will take him in a good year, in a bounce-back year and beyond over Michael Crabtree. Too, too close to call. <laughs> wow, hey, fantasy, fantasy computer. computer. Easy there, bud. Got to have an on. opinion, fantasy uh, yeah, computer. I, I'll take this one, bud. Uh, he's still wondering how Larry Fitzgerald made the Pro Bowl. Uh, Victor Cruz, <laughs> a lot of people. In, in a quote, bad year. 86 catches, 1,092 yards, 10 touchdowns, which, oh, by the way, fellas, is one more touchdown than he scored last year. Victor Cruz is your answer. I'll take Victor Cruz. As you said, Jason, that this is a bad year. If 86 balls and 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns is a bad year, I'll take it. Crabtree needs to prove it for a full season, guys. I'm going to say that in four games, Victor Cruz had all his touchdowns. 
I really think in, in four, he had, I think he had three three touchdown games, and then he had like one other game with a touchdown. Hang on, where's Victor Cruz? Okay, touchdown? but by the same argument, where was Crabtree the first three half of the schedule? Three. Right, he was invisible. Exactly. Yeah. Very inconsistent. Yeah, boy, two touchdowns for Victor Cruz from week eight on. Two touchdowns. Well, you like to talk about PPR a lot on the show, Fabs. 86 catches. I, That's a real I, season, man. I think man. This, is a, this is a real toss-up, and I think it's close in seasonal land keeper. I'm going to keep Cruz, but again, Crabtree's value is definitely rising. All right, last one. Randall Cobb. Let's assume Greg Jennings is gone. I'm not answering. He's got his house music. on the market. Until the Green music Bay, changes, so okay. I'm not answering. What? Well, you don't like the ho-de-ho-de-ho. Yeah. Oh, I like you this wanted one. this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's assume Greg Jennings is gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's assume that Wes Welker stays in New England. Okay. Randall Cobb or Wes Welker? Which I think are safe assumptions, by the way. I think so. Although Welker, who knows what the page is. You follow that? Yeah. Jennings I, I, gone. We assume Welker stays, which I think is realistic. I say 75% chance of that happening. I mean, if Wes Welker catches 100 balls like, uh, like nothing every single season. But do you go Cobb or do you go Welker? I'm going to go Randall Cobb, Jason. And the reason I'm going to go Randall Cobb is I like what I saw this year. I like his ability to score touchdowns. I don't think that James Jones is going to come out and lead the NFL in touchdown catches uh, (laughs) again, which would mean that, by virtue, Cobb would get in the end zone a little bit more. You know, look, this is Cobb's third year. This is a season he's ready to explode. I can kind of smell what you're stepping in here. You're assuming that Jennings is going to be gone. I'm right there with you, mm-hmm. which will only open things up for him. And then with Jordy, I don't think Jordy's going to have as bad a year next year as he did this year. But now we're getting a, the realization that, okay, he's not going to be like he was in 2011 either. Uh, whereas Wes Welker, and by the way, we've talked about mileage a lot. Wes Welker's starting to get a little mileage, fellas. Yep. I'm going to say this because Randall Cobb is on the way up and Wes Welker at 32 We've seen him. We know how good he's been. He doesn't get in the end zone a lot. He gets in the end zone once every three games. I think Randall Cobb has more behind him. I would rather have a guy whose like, career is on the upswing going into that third year than Wes Welker, who is going to give me a great season, You know, but is he going to give me a little bit less? Is he going to have two fewer touchdowns? I'd rather have – it's close, but I'd rather have Randall Cobb. I agree with both of you. Cobb is a guy who's a playmaker. The, the Packers utilized him a lot like the Vikings utilized Percy Harvin. And with Greg Jennings, assuming he is gone and no longer part of that uh, Green Bay Packers wide receiving core, I think the, the sky's the limit. I mean, I, I really think Cobb will Cobb in a seasonal standard league will likely be drafted ahead of Welker in 2013. Again, assuming Greg Jennings is no longer in Green Bay. And Randall Cobb also, fantasy leader in most rushing yards from a wide receiver. How many? 129. 132. Very oh, close. Oh, Elliot Harrison. He, he would have been second to Harvin, but uh, Harvin got yeah, hurt. Yeah, Harvin got hurt. But that is time. another dynamic that Randall Cobb brings uh, to this team. So do we have time for one more? You got one more? Sure, why not? One more. Okay, let's do one more. And uh, since I've already done quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers, let's go to the tight end position, guys. And there's not a lot of good keepers at the tight end position. Are you ready for this? Yep. yep. Okay. I love this. Dennis Pitta. Now, this is a deep keeper league, let's yeah. just say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very deep. Dennis Pitta. Or you just tell me who you think is going to have the better season. Who you would draft first next season. Dennis Pitta or the Pro Bowl MVP, Kyle Rudolph? I will go with Kyle Rudolph. I think he showed this year that he has potential. He's proven to be Christian. Now, if they make a change quarterback-wise in Minnesota, things could be a little bit different. But 
things being equal, Rudolph is, is a big red zone target. He gets all those looks. When they get inside the 20, there's nobody else. They don't go to Percy Harvin in the red zone, whereas when you talk about the Baltimore Ravens, they have a lot more weapons inside the 20-yard line they can go to besides Dennis Pitta. So I'm, I'm going to go with Kyle Rudolph. Harry Son? That's tough. Uh, Kyle Rudolph is a great red zone target. Caught nine touchdown passes this year. But the problem is he doesn't get you any yards. He doesn't even average 10 yards per catch. And if Percy Harvin's healthy for a full season, and their wide receivers, Fabs, can't be nearly as bad as they were this year. They can only go up at the wide receiver position. Mm -hmm. With all that being said, I think this is the ceiling for Rudolph. I don't think he's ever going to be a 90 catch, one of those kind of Gronkowski types. I could see Dennis Pitta catching 80 balls next year. I will take Dennis Pitta, especially in a PPR. I like Pitta also. Uh, Rudolph is a guy who can make plays, but I, I just I, I really like Pitta and what I saw from Pitta down the stretch. It's very close at a position that is extremely weak right yeah. now, but uh, I think Pitta's the call. All right, guys. Blair Walsh or Steven Gotkowski? Keeper League. Blair Walsh. I'm just kidding. Blair Walsh. Oh, I'm just kidding. All right. Remember this. Kickers never go back-to-back number one. So uh, even though Blair Walsh was so good this past season, I think Gaskowski right. will be the top kicker. Well, we looked right. at fabs. So. Our final uh, edition of Matching Mike coming up next. We'll take a quick look ahead at 2013. We'll talk about some breakout players of 2012 and some breakout players from 2011 who stumbled this past season. Where do you draft them? All the answers next. Series 210 XM87. To NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Here it is, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, the final NFL Fantasy Live show of this year. Before I forget, I want to say thanks to Rob Tuze, Trevor, for getting everything done for us this season. The show sounds as good as it does because I'm of the only one clapping for you guys, by the way. And if you don't like the Harrison's way it sounds, doing it. Well, it, it, that's their fault too. So that's why you're a Hall now of that Famer. we're blameless. <laughs> now that we're blameless, no, seriously, Rob and Trevor do a phenomenal job every week going here. I hope you've enjoyed uh, NFL Fantasy Live this year. We've do enjoyed you, doing it and bringing it. To do you me. think either one of them ever saw the original The Fog? John Carpenter's The Fog. Uh, I think Two's probably did. I'm going to go Two's. Yes, Trevor. No, no, Trevor's going to go. I don't understand. On this end. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Not a single second. <laughs> All right, but Trevor and I talk about Sons of Anarchy, which is okay. So Trevor, Trevor's got a check mark next to his name in my book. All right, here we go. I'm going to throw some guys out here. Uh, the 2011 breakouts who stumbled in 2012, where do you draft him? Matthew Stafford. Uh, he's probably going to be on the board until around five or six. Yeah, no earlier than the fifth round for me, probably sixth or seventh. Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson, probably the sixth, fifth or sixth for me. Right around there, yeah. Jimmy Graham. Oh. He's going to come off the board in the third or fourth. Fourth. Fred Jackson. Oh, boy. He, sixth sixth no, or seventh for me. Later than that. I think he's not going to come off the board probably till like, round eight or nine. I'm going to take a flyer on him earlier than that. All right. 2012 disappointments. Where do you draft him in 2013? Darren McFadden. He's still, he, he's still going to get drafted in, like, the third or fourth round. Which is going to be too rich for my blood. So undraftable for me to quote you. Ryan Matthews. Not uh, drafting him. Yeah, yeah me either. <laughs> I'm I, think, done. I think Fred Jackson the seventh would be a steal. Very nice. Thanks, everybody. I Hope you wrong. enjoy. I've been wrong before. Series 210 XM87. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forest, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.